Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today's topic, you're right where you want to be. Michael, your topic. My son Richie just had his first day at school and uh, he's been, you can see for about a week leading up to it, he's very, very anxious uh, and needing to go. On the morning of, of actually going, yeah. he um, he didn't quite... Uh, he didn't quite block himself from being put into the car, but he was—he 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 <laughs> was, he was, he was, he was very close to. He was very, very nervous. Yeah, um, he, he was understandably a little bit scared of the unknown. Yeah, and um, compare that to went to the state that he that he came home from school that first day that afternoon. He was just elated. He was so excited. He was yeah. happy. He couldn't stop talking. All yeah. those types of things. So yeah. Um, he got to conquer his fears, uh, and 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 effectively that that put him into a state uh, where he's so much, just so high in life when, yeah. he, when he came home from school after conquering his fears, and it, it got me thinking. Um, similarly, we see a lot of people that come to see us for the first time at age fifty-five, and they're sitting somewhere around the the half a million dollar mark. Um, they conceptually, I think, deep down before they even come to see us, know that they're going to be short mm-hmm. of where they they need to be at retirement. And um, uh, understandably, that they're a little bit like my son Richie. They're, <laughs> they're anxious. They're, they're, they probably don't want to don't want to get in the car to to come in for the meeting. Well, to come in and see us, they're, yeah, they 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 they're anxious and they're scared and they and yep. they're afraid of what they're going to hear. Yep. Um. Now. Now. Um. What they what they think they want is mm. to to be at that one point five million dollar if that's the right figure for them. Yeah, but I mean, we're yeah. using this as an, an as an example. Yeah, they know that they're short of that. Um, a lot of them say, "Geez, I'd love to win the lotto." Yeah, a million dollars. I've got my one point five million dollars. I can retire. Yeah, and I can tell you that they don't want that at all. No, no. what what they want to do is they want to work for the next 10 years they want to actually they want to have a a big active role and a, play a big part in getting themselves yeah. to where they need to be to yeah. retire because because they still get that same 1.5 billion dollar figure however um the happiness and the enjoyment that they get out of knowing that they actually helped themselves get there they played a big role in actually getting there yeah Leads to more happiness and and enjoyment in spending some of that money in retirement, yep. and doing you know the the the, the world trip and so forth and that's, all of those types of things. That's a great point. I think human beings we we are um, spectacularly poor at guessing what we actually want or what will make us happy, and that's a really good example of there's there's a whole world of research research out there about. Money is the ultimate commodity. A dollar is a dollar is a dollar. But how we've accumulated that, how we got that dollar, really, really has a big bearing on 
um, what that means to us and the story that we tell ourselves about that. And I think that's a great point is that you know, we see the other side of that, which is that people who came to us five years ago or 10 years ago and are now at the point where they can retire and live the lifestyle they want and do the things they really want to do, those people, like you say, they couldn't be happier about that situation. They, they, if you'd said to them 10 years before, you know, how, about we'd, how about I just open my magic briefcase here and, and hand you a million dollars and there you go, you, you, you're now where you need to be to retire, you know, they, they would have said that, yes, that would make me much happier. But as you say, there's something about that um, active participation in that and, and taking charge of that and that feeling of achievement or whatever that is, that contentment of, I think it ties back to a thing of almost we, we feel then as though we deserve it. We, we've really, and it's not so much that we've you know gone and had to necessarily sweat really hard to, to make that money, but we've had an active uh, participation in that. We, we've built that up through our, our smart work and our hard work and, and that's where, where you've sort of got to. It's a great feeling for those people as compared to uh, if, if they had just been gifted that money that, you know, you see this all the time with with trust fund babies who, or you know people who their parents just have paid for their whole lifestyle. They can never, doesn't matter what they do with that money, they will never enjoy it because it doesn't mean anything to them. There's no, there's no sense that they deserve that or that there's anything that they've done to actually make that happen for themselves. It's just a, there's just money. They just buy things. It doesn't doesn't mean anything compared to, I think what you're talking about here, the, the average 55 year old who is very anxious, very worried about where they're going to be. And I think that's I think that's the point that you're making here is that we can tell you that we've we see people now we see clients of ours on the other end of that that yes you might be nervous you might be worried about where you're going to end up but taking control and and putting yourself in the best position that you possibly can not only are you going to financially be in a better better spot but you're emotionally going to be much happier and and much more content about your retirement absolutely and and without the fear and the anxiety. Um, that there is no elation on the other side. There is yeah. no yeah. happiness in actually spending that money. Yeah. Um, not to say you put yourself in a in a. Not to say you'd put yourself behind the eight ball no. voluntarily to just to give yourself that yeah. that feeling later on. Yeah. But um. But but you, you're right in your comparison to a, a trust fund baby. Yeah. But there's just no enjoyment out of that yeah. money yeah. because they haven't had to to work for. It. They haven't had an active involvement in that. Um, what we see with our clients that have, like you said, come to us five years ago, ten years ago, and um, we told them at that point in time, "Hey, there's a big role that you're going to play in here, which is to put in, you know, quite a large sum of money every fortnight that you get paid for the last, you know, 260 or 130 paychecks or whatever it is." Um, those people, once they decide to retire and you know, go on that world trip. And then you know, um, plan out their what they're going to do in their retirement. We just see so much more happiness, don't we? Yeah, we see so absolutely. much more guilt, so so much more guilt-free spending. Yes, and I think that could has the danger of coming across as as um, willy-nilly spending. It's not willy-nilly spending. No. It's it's guilt-free yeah. spending. This this trip is going to cost me you know, yeah thirty thousand dollars to go mm. on a world trip. Yep. We're going to spend that. We know that we played such an active role in actually getting ourselves to that position yep. where we're able to do that. We get so much more happiness, or they get so much more happiness out of out of actually um, being able to spend that money in retirement, knowing that they played a, a major role in getting there. And that, that's a, uh, I'm just thinking about now the, the analogy of 
anyone who's competed in any sort of sporting endeavor it's it's a similar sort of thing where if you watch you know you, you watch the cowboys win a grand final and and as a spectator that's you know it's a really uh, great experience and you know but when you see the guys playing the game you think winning a premiership versus watching someone win a premiership is, is two very different feelings and it's the same with you know any any other sport where you know yourself that if you um, you know, you, you've gone and done something, and you uh, have, have put in the work, and you, you've trained hard, and you've developed your skills, and you've you've become better and better at that thing. And then you've put yourself to the test of, of whether you whether you can do it or not. And and when you're successful in that endeavour, that that is, as you're saying, that's the feeling that we're really looking for as as human beings. Is that we want to, um, you know, it's a bit woo woo, but I read a quote the other day I thought was interesting, which was joy is the feeling of your powers expanding and i mm. think that touches on a point you're making there is that people tend to when they come in to see us initially think of um their their financial planning or their financial situation as something that they take a passive involvement in and you know they have this money and things just sort of happen you know whether things happen to them or things happen around them one of the big shifts that we see is that people that take uh, that are taking control of their financial future, regardless of the outcome, whether it's whether it's a fantastic you know retirement with three million dollars and they're going on these amazing overseas trips, or whether it just means that they don't run out of money in retirement, you know they, they can scrape through those years of, of of their retirement without having to be a burden on their kids, mm-hmm. or whether it you know, whether it means that they, whatever that means to them they are going to get a lot more enjoyment out of out of every dollar that they've saved, out of every dollar that they spend, compared to someone who sees that as a, well, things just happen in the background, I don't really know what goes on there, and I'm not involved, and it's not really to do with me. And that that's, I guess, the analogy that I'd use there, is that it's it's like competing in a sporting event yourself mm-hmm. versus versus passively watching it. And we ask everyone to train hard, don't we? Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's, not, there's not many clients that uh, we see that um, don't have to train hard. And by train hard, what I mean is is continue to do um, the things that they're experts in their own field at, mm-hmm. um, make an income from that and give us some of that money. Now, when I say give us some of that money, again, um, just to clarify, it's going into their superannuation fund <laughs> yeah. for their retirement. Yeah. They are giving something up. Yeah. If that's a $1,000 a fortnight, for yeah. example... That's a thousand dollars less than they could have put somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so they're giving that money up, and, and they and they and they they're actually that that gives them a real buy-in to their retirement. Yes. Now, um, when they get to retirement, like because they've given up so much to get there, uh, forgetting about the fact that that when we take that money off people for the first time. They 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 do it standing on their head. That's right. Because the the list of money that they are spending, yeah. or the list the list of things that you can spend your money on and, and you regularly spend your money on is as long as yeah. your arm. Yeah. Um. So what we're doing is we're shaving some of those areas and, and taking chunks out of other areas and 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 just drawing a line through. Yeah. And still other line items there as well. Putting that all into that thousand dollars a week in this example. People, people, you know, it, 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 it definitely hurts a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's money that they could be spending elsewhere. Most of them are able to do it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and coming out the other end, 
They're, they're like Richie when he at three o'clock when he got home from school. Yeah, just so happy, just so, just just elated that he's he 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 done his first day of yep. school and com- conquered his fears and it wasn't as bad as he thought it would be and all those types of things. So, okay. so and, and and we see that time and time again with our clients when they get to retirement. Yeah, and that's I guess again that it's probably a good analogy of our role there is that we. We pride ourselves on getting that balance right. And, and if you use the analogy of that sporting coach, you're not going to get someone who hasn't exercised in 20 years and say, okay, go and bench press 150 kilos and, and squat 250 and then do, do 30 hill sprints. That's, that's not what we're, what we're talking about here. It's not saying that you have to um, you know, win, win an NRL premiership to get any sort of meaning out of those achievements. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's about um, pushing yourself to do the things that you that you can that you can do and that you can sustainably do and that are going to give you the best outcome overall and that's that's sort of what it's all about is that in the same way that you know you didn't send Richie to school when he was one year old or when he was you know when he when he was when he wasn't capable of doing it he just needed um needed to go through that that anxiety, that fear leading up to it because you knew that he could he could actually do it, he could conquer that fear and, and he could come out the other side of that. And so I think that's a, a great way to put it is that you're right where you want to be for, for people who are leading up to retirement is that if you're 55 now and, and you're thinking about that retirement planning, it you, you probably just wish someone would come in and, and magically, you know, some long lost grain arty three times removed, you know, would back over and, and give you a million dollars and, and you could retire now. And that may be that, you know, you might enjoy that. But what we find is that there, there's nothing quite like the feeling of um, putting your mind to something, uh, putting a plan in place and then achieving it over a period of time. And I think that that's, that's the way to approach your retirement planning for most people is that this is an opportunity to take control and to feel a real sense of achievement about that rather than to sort of, Sit there as a as a passenger and and feel like whatever happens is kind of all out of my control. And if you'd like to take the first step, uh, please get in contact with us at podcast at mo five zero dot com dot au. Uh, we'd be only too happy to set up a, a Zoom meeting uh, with you at no cost or obligation for that first meeting. We can talk to you about some of the things that you'd need to to get your head around in order to the steps that you need to take to to. To be in that position at the back end, yeah, um, and and that's a, a point I guess you, you make there is that if you're if you're anxious about that, if you're anxious about your, your retirement for for a lot of for a lot of people, they're worried about picking up the phone and talking to someone or about looking at and getting a real handle on their finances now because they don't they, they don't they're worried about what that picture might look like. As you said before. We've seen we've seen all sorts. We've seen it all before. Nothing nothing's new really for us. And even for people that we have that meeting with, everyone leaves that meeting feeling better about having a handle on things. Even if there's nothing that we necessarily can make a huge difference, if it's just a, a thing where we can point someone in the right direction, or just having a clearer picture on where someone is and where they're heading to is is usually a, a great feeling for people from that appointment. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.